Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. Welcome back, friend. I'm so glad that you decided to join us today. If you haven't followed the podcast, please take a second to do so. This is the best way to ensure that you're notified each and every time I release a new episode. And if you would take just a minute to leave a rating and review, I surely would appreciate that, friend. Today, I'm sharing 10 most common red flags that I see in my one-to-one work with my clients when I'm walking with them through their self-matching journey. I think it's important for us to all have an open dialogue about what we're seeing because we're a much stronger community when we're all together and working together against a common goal. And if you'd like to share your um, experience and what you're seeing in your self-matching journey, maybe in a bit more private space, head on over to the Facebook group. We are always supporting each other and sharing best tips and practices that we're each sharing in our own self-matching journeys as we walk through this together. And remember, that is your private place inside the My Adoption Coach Facebook group where I don't allow attorneys or expected mothers um, or agencies in there. So it's just a place where you can go and learn in a free, in a judgment-free zone and where you can get support anytime you need it. Okay, so let's dive into the 10 most common red flags to watch out for to avoid being scammed. The first red flag is she's sharing too much detail too fast. If you think about the initial phases of meeting someone, you're really not going to be just going like all in, right? And sharing everything. You're going to be a little guarded with some details. And if she just turns on like a water spigot and just starts sharing everything, that is a really great sign that she has practiced this over and over again. And it's most likely a scam. And by the way, I use the the pronoun she probably inappropriately. We don't know that it's always an expectant mother that's scamming someone or not an expectant mother that's scamming someone. It could be a, a male. It could be a, you know, a different pronoun altogether. So um, I use she just out of probably old habits, but just know that I don't mean any ill will. Okay. Moving off that soapbox. Um, red flag number two. She asked about you too much. Okay. When it comes to, again, when you're getting to know someone, you're probably not sharing everything right off the bat either. And so someone that really wants to get into kind of call it all the nooks and crevices of your life and wants to know way too much about you too fast. Again, another great red flag to watch out for. Third, there is a request for money immediately. If the conversation starts around money and or gets to money within I don't know, a very soon after the time frame that you begin talking, that I would very quickly exit the conversation as quickly as possible. If this um, person keeps positioning on money in particular, then I would use the conversation kind of starter, if you will, around talking to your adoption attorney. You do not want to be in a situation where you're talking anything about support from a financial perspective directly with the expectant parent without your attorney in the conversation. So asking for money too too quickly or having a money conversation too quickly, definitely red flag. Okay, number four, 
This is something that's going to be a little touchy. I'm going to just say it right out plain as day because that's just how I roll, friend. Um, if she doesn't or the expected parent doesn't express concern for the baby's interest and is more focused on their own interests, that is probably a red flag. Not always is it a red flag because that could be a way that this person is compartmentalizing their emotions. But if you don't have some conversation around the baby's um, future and leading into the next red flag, your family and your family's version of the baby's future, then that would definitely be a red flag for me because um, they're really maybe not choosing adoption authentically. And that could lead to mm, this might be a scam. So there are some of these that are potential gray areas and you're going to have to do a little soul searching on them. But if there is no discussion of the baby's future as kind of point number four for a red flag number four, I would definitely um, start questioning things a little bit more. And point number five is if this expectant parent doesn't show any interest in what your family's life is like, that is definitely a big red flag. To, you know, in my experience in adoption, the what life is like in your family is pretty much the, the main determining factor of whether or not she picks your family versus another family. So if she's not showing, uh, or if the expected parent is not showing any interest in what life is like in your family, definitely would be a red flag. All right. So before we move on, I would love to know what other red flags you have seen or come across in your own journey. So you can definitely leave, definitely leave a comment below. Or again, you can jump on over into the My Adoption Coach Facebook group because that's your safe space to have an open dialogue about this anytime you need to, friend. Okay, so let's move on to uh, red flag number six. Red flag number six is a, what I would call like a questionable approach. And that could come via email subject lines if they've, you know, maybe found your email address on a brochure or a website or something like that, and then reaches out that way, or if they reach out via a direct message on social media, and their name looks a little questionable, um, meaning like it sounds too familiar from like a public name, or if you click on their name, and they don't have any friends, or if they're only members of adoption, groups on Facebook, or if they recently joined adoption. So those are kind of the ways that I talk about like a questionable reach out. The other questionable reach out that's actually become sadly increasingly uh, more popular, if you will, is random text messages. So I always advise to my clients to get a Google voice number and to use that on all of their materials where they might list a phone number for text messaging. Um, and so therefore, you know, you're not like giving out your actual phone number, right? But questionable text messages that show up that are in highly broken English typically. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to have commas and punctuation and all of those types of things in your text messages. But if your text message, um, includes too many typos or too many, you know, words that are missing, then that could be a sign that it's either a bot or someone that doesn't have um, a strong understanding of English language. And a lot of these adoption scams 
do uh, start in other countries. And actually, I ended up covering their um, stuff, or red flag number six and seven there. Uh, red flag number seven being specifically around uh, social media. The next red flag that I would pay close attention to are the due dates. One, a due date that is super close in and someone's asking for large sums of money and saying that they're due in like the next few weeks, few days, etc. That is definitely a conversation that I would continue to get, get to know them a little bit and just like see if there are any other red flags that pop for you, but immediately get to the attorney. You want to verify that this is a viable opportunity and you want to stay as far away from the money conversation as you possibly can. So do around big holidays is another red flag to watch out for. And as sad as it sounds, it's becoming increasingly more prevalent that people will reach out around Christmas or Thanksgiving, especially Mother's Day. Mother's Day is a big one um, where people will reach out and they're looking for a home for their baby and they are due really quickly, right? And they want to find a match. And they always say that, you know, they're due right before Mother's Day or right after Mother's Day. Um, and this can be especially heart-wrenching because your emotions are already running a little on high, right? Because these big emotional holidays are coming around. And you think, oh, wouldn't it be lovely if we had a baby at home by this time? So those types of things are definitely something to, re to watch out for. Not saying that that factor alone is something to be really worried about, but I would say that factor in combination with a few other factors would definitely be something I'd be worried about. The next is twins. You would be shocked at the number of um, scammers that reach out and say that they are due with twins. Like this, I guess, must be just something that they know that a lot of hopeful adoptive parents are like, I don't want to go through this twice. Why would I want to adopt twice, but I do want two children? And so twins, just think about it. Twins are incredibly rare friend. Um, so the likelihood that someone has twins that they um, are placing is also pretty rare in the overall adoption like realm, if you will. And so twins is definitely a red flag. Again, it is not a red flag enough in isolation that it would be like shut down the conversation immediately. But it's a combination of things that can really lead you to that, right? Okay. The final um, red flag I would say is FaceTime or really not wanting to connect or verify the pregnancy in any way. So I'd say if they are avoiding FaceTime, if they're avoiding talking on the phone, if they're avoiding um, getting connected with your adoption attorney, like all of those things that could lead to a pregnancy verification of some sort or lack thereof of a pregnancy verification would definitely be red flags. So let me, you know, also, you know, caveat this to say that you don't want to like push for that early on in the conversations. You want your conversations to naturally work up to that. And I have kind of a process of building a relationship that I teach inside the ultimate guide to self-matching your adoption. And there's a, a right time, if you will, to introduce the concept of FaceTiming or getting on the phone, um, you know, so that you can make some of those initial verifications before you get too, I don't know, wrapped up into this opportunity. So pregnancy verification is the last red flag. So there's a fine line in being cautious and being disrespectful and missing out on opportunities. So let me fully acknowledge that. You're going to have to look for the red flags, 
trust your gut. As hard as it is, you're also going to have to trust a perfect stranger a little bit and give them a little bit of grace. You have to remember that you are running high on emotions because you're excited about the possibility. And sometimes, friend, as much as I love you, that can cloud your judgment as it can for all of us, right? If I'm so excited for this amazing thing, uh, amazing experience that's going to happen with our family, then maybe I'm going to have a little cloud of judgment as it relates to the timing or other elements of that, right? It's a bad example, but you get the picture of where I'm trying to go. So my advice to you is trust your gut. And when you feel like something's off just a little bit, jump into the Facebook group, ask a question. We are there to support you. It is not a competitive group of like, well, I want to match faster than you. It is really a group focused on helping each of us or each of the group members match faster uh, through support and through resources. Okay. And again, if this is an area that really worries you quite a lot, or if just the idea of self-matching worries you, know that I have your back. I have the resource of the ultimate guide to self-matching your adoption. And it is something you take on demand in the comfort of your own home with your PJs and maybe your dog walking randomly into the room when you're (laughs) working on your course material as happened, obviously during this video, if you guys didn't hear the jingle or see the, the distractions behind me, apologies for that. But the idea is that I'm here to support you in the comfort of your own home anytime you need to for your adoption friend. Okay. I trust that you found so much value out of today's episode and that you enjoyed seeing maybe little glimpses of my uh, dog, Sydney, um, (laughs) join us in today's episode. But I really want you to know that I believe that anything's possible in your adoption journey, and I just want to help you there. Oh, and if you haven't listened to the other episodes about self-matching, be sure to check out those two. I know they will help you. Look forward to being back in your earbuds again next week, friend. Talk to you soon.